You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Will. And Jeremy. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mom. Oh Mama Heather. We were just before... Uh, that was great. You sound like like the dinosaurs. From, um, not the Mama. Not the Mama. Not the mama. Um, We were just talking before we hit record how Heather's kind of become a mother figure to us. Yeah. Stop. Not to us. No, I'm... No, to I'm you. Not, well, okay. She's more like a stepmother to me. She's oh, younger than the, us. Which one would I be? Like your third stepmother? Uh, you'd be fourth. Fourth. Ooh. Yeah. No, third. Third stepmother. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're like a spiritual mother to me. There you go. Uh, an Sounds inspiration, old. I would say. Mm. I appreciate you. Yeah. So, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I love Cupid. <laughs> the Cupid Shuffle. Cupid Baby, shuffle. Yeah, the baby with the, the diaper on. So the weaponry. I told my wife if, if Christian marriage was illegal, I would go find St. Valentine to marry her again at the risk of death. Oh, I, I feel like I'm missing. I'm a little under the weather, so I feel like I'm... That's I'm, what Valentine's Day is about. Yeah. St. Saint Valentine used to, used to officiate weddings for, for people. Like St. Like Valentine used to kill people. No, he got killed. Oh, he got killed. He was the victim, Heather. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know the history. He, was, he history. got killed. Valentinius. Go there's, look it up. There's like 15 mystery. stories about Valentine's Day. Yeah, most of it's probably, I don't care. For, probably false. It's all, all made up, I think. Serious question. Do you all celebrate Valentine's with your Absolutely boss? not. Yeah, we don't either. No, we do. I mean, actually. we do, but we don't. So we go, uh, we go to Burger King every Ooh, Valentine's so Day. Gross. It's amazing. Get heartburn and diarrhea at the same time. It's amazing for and a couple of reasons. That's why he was running to the bathroom earlier. You yeah, talked right. about him running to the first bathroom. Of all, <laughs> first of all, first reason it's amazing is because it's incredibly romantic. Because it's not about the quality of food. It's about the memories do, you've made. Do you recreate it? No, because it was the drive-thru. So we went through oh. the drive-thru, and Amanda had to drive because I was still 15. Hey, you, won't dr- you won't let her drive anymore. And I told her I loved her for the first time at the She's 15, BK even. drive-thru. She was 16. She's older. I got oh an older my. woman. And, um, and so every Valentine's Day, the reason we – it wasn't on Valentine's Day the first time, but the reason we started going to Burger King on Valentine's Day was because all the other restaurants are crowded. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes to Burger King on Valentine's Day except Ooh. for the Bashams. No. And so they we feel can bad go, for you when you come through. Yeah, like there's no one else in there. It's like, like the only time Burger King's empty. They must be siblings. Yeah. And uh, so we go <laughs> eat, eat dinner at Burger King together. Some kissing cousins. <laughs> yeah. From Al Lincoln <laughs> But that's the other reason it's amazing is because we don't have to we don't have to go wait for do you all exchange three gifts hours. or anything like that? Huh? Do you all exchange gifts or you all just make it? No. Yeah. We don't. Okay. Is that bad? No, Jason and I don't either. Okay, oh. good. Well, like we don't do cards either. Like we usually like we're gonna have, share a meal together later while our son's at his mom's yeah. house, and that's gonna we do on like on anniversaries and yeah. birthdays and stuff. Yeah. But like we don't we don't do Valentine's yeah. gifts. I don't really like Valentine's Day. I I feel the same way about it as I do Mother's Day and Father's Day. Really? I think it leaves a lot of people out. I think, you know. Well, you were griping about your kid, though, not getting you something. Uh, okay. You were like, you're like, I don't like Valentine's Day. But right before we were recording, you were like mad at Benjamin. I wasn't. Poor kid. He's like, you don't get me nothing. Not Jesus. mad at Benjamin. Uh, disappointed. Here's the thing. Mom buys the Valentine's for him. Yeah. 
Mom has a list of Valentine names for his class. Right. Those itty-bitty to-and-from hearts on that fundit package, nobody nobody could write on those. No. Nobody. They're not meant to really. So what does mom do so that he doesn't have to do that to 20 fundit packs? What do you do? You printed labels. I printed labels like a good mom would do. Wow. And he got ticked off about it. Ooh, boy. Uh And he threw that in my face, not only last night while I was making him put the stickers on his fun dip. Oh, no. But as he was getting out of the car, he's like, I really wish you wouldn't have put the stickers, made me put the stickers on my fun dip. I really didn't want that. And then he shut the door. And then he shut the door, 100%. That's what he did. He walked out. Oh, my gosh. But, That's so, when you lay on the horn. <laughs> uh, but no, Jason came home last night from uh, the gym. Yeah. And Jungle Jason. Oh, jungle, he was out of the cat. gym. He's climbing up there. Yeah, you know he is. And Benjamin had set aside a fun dip for himself because, you know, they don't. You you, must. There's like 25 in a pack and there's not 25 in his class. And he like comes up to me. He's like, hey, mom, mom, what'd you do with that fun dip? I was like, oh, it's in your snack drawer. You can go ahead and have it if you want because it's after dinner. He went in there. He's like, hey, dad, happy early Valentine's Day. I love you, man. Best buds. Oh, there it is. Best there buds. There it is. That's what, best so, so it wouldn't have you wouldn't have cared if he didn't get either parent something, but yeah. because he he gave it to Jungle Jason and not yeah. to you, it stings so J- a little. So Jason and Benjamin, uh, to Benjamin, him and Jason are best buds. They're kind of gross. I, I mean, just, it's it's yeah. almost disgusting sometimes, it but man, it's a beautiful thing though. It really is. is. It? It's yeah, it is. I don't know. I'm it's, team Heather. It's listen. They need to reel, reel it in a little bit. I'm just hateful and bitter. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? My dad didn't love me like that, so why should you? No. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, Actually, whoa. I, I tell Jason a lot, like, um, watching him as a dad truly helps me to understand just a little bit how God can love us the way that he does. Jason is a, it's a beautiful good dad. thing. He, he really is. It's one of the best, best things about him. So. Well, and you're a good mom. Yeah. At least to me, you are. Other, yeah, other people, everybody but Benjamin. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about how you treat Benjamin. But I'm mom and everybody mom out there but Benjamin, yeah. apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jeremy, you never did answer. You and Julie do have any hot plans tonight? Whoa, we in fact do. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, let's just leave it at that. He don't have to say anything else. Oh, the smile says it all. <laughs> He's uh, not going to be under the weather tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope he's going to be on top of his no. game. No, stop, let's, stop, stop. <laughs> I won't. Listen, I don't know what it is about today, but there's been so many like inappropriate things like going through my mind. Like somebody posted, That's every day for you. Somebody posted about the eschatology class being canceled, yeah, and I, I was like, rain it in, Heather. Don't, oh. don't comment that. Yeah, I'm proud don't of you for that. You did really well. You've been editing Y'all yourself. Y'all have no idea how much. Censoring yourself <laughs> Chris Howard's even yeah. like encouraged like, I'm really it. proud of you. Yeah. He's like, good job. <laughs> Um, so we are going to talk about love today and not so much in the sense of um, relational love between husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, anything like that. I want to talk about the love of God today. Okay. So if somebody asked you in simple. How reckless it is. The reckless love like of God. It's like a wet sloppy kiss. Yeah. God. It's a song. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard the song? Yeah, We're referencing our favorite. God love songs. Uh, yeah, yeah that's weird. a cringy one. Yeah. Let's talk about Sloppy it. Wet Kiss? Yeah. That's a throwback. David Crowder changed it, though. He made, what did he change it to? Unforeseen. 
Unforeseen uh, kiss. Heaven meets earth like a like an unforeseen kiss. Like a, that's way better than, than like a West Lava kiss. Unforeseen though kiss. is like it sounds like there's not consent. You know, it's just like <laughs> it I think does. we should cancel it. Like unforeseen kisses, that's just not cool. It's like twenty twenty four, man. Sneak attack kiss. Yeah, you can't do that. Okay. Golly. <laughs> I don't know why I draw some days with you all. I don't either. Okay, if somebody asked you, hey, Jeremy. Hey. Tell me about the love of God. Like, yeah. brief, give me your elevator talk. My elevator talk. What oh, is gosh. it? What's the term, elevator? Pitch. Pitch, yes, thank you. Um, yeah, so I would say it is the love of God is unconditional. Um, it is, you, you don't know its, you can't, you cannot know its depth that he showed completely on the cross. Um, and that he died your death, right? Because he loved you. So the way I, I try to explain to my kids is that, um, and I, when I think of an elevator talk with people, like if I have a short moment, I think of how I would teach something to my children. I don't know like what someone's, you know, uh, you know, how well they can understand something or like, or it even helps me try to stay away from like church lingo. Yeah. Cause like I have a tendency to use church lingo. Yeah. In fact, uh, Julie was making fun of us cause at some point we used the word lay person and clergy. And she's like, Oh, that makes me vomit in my mouth when I hear that because it's like churchy. Like, yeah. It's like churchy little... talk. <laughs> so like I, I would try to stay away from the churchy talk. Um, but just simply say, um, I, and point to the gospel, but the love of love of God is, you you don't deserve it. There's nothing you can do to earn it, um, and that it it knows it knows no end. So the Lord does not stop loving His children. Amen. Ding. You got I off couldn't the earn it. I don't deserve it. Like Still a you yourself away. That's so just, just sloppy wet. Gets Is God's wet. love reckless? Huh? Is God's love reckless? From our perspective, it Ooh. seems like it. Yeah. Because it's like, why? Yeah. Like, like I, if, but that's, I think it's because oftentimes we love people who we think are worthy of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, 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 let's take our spouses. Um, I, Julie, uh, had to earn my love and, and vice versa, right? There was conditions to that love. I, it's not like I saw her and was like, okay, I love this woman. Yeah. Um, and, and, and she probably felt that way about me. Um, I'm sure she did. Most people not, do about you, right? I remember the first time I saw you. I thought that you're like, look at that dude's puffy sideburns. Like in a, yeah, but like in a manly way. Yeah, of I mean, course. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but it, it's like something you, it's like something you earn, right? But like, uh, and this is, I being a dad just helped me understand this. Like when I saw my son for the first time, unconditional love. Yeah, I was like, dude, this kid, he's not done anything good or bad, mm-hmm. right? And I and I love him. Yeah. But what's crazy is that um, the Lord, before we were even created, right, when he decided he was going to create us, like, he loved us then. So it, it, it is... And he's a father that knows everything. Just like you don't know all the bad crap your your kids will eventually do. Or even what they think. Right. I don't know. And, but like the Heavenly Father, he knows what we will do. Right. Um, and still loves us. And so that's why, yeah, what we that's will why it do, seems reckless. What we want to do. Right. And from our standpoint, uh-huh. it's like, why would you Why would you love us yeah. when we know how unlovable we can be? So So what would you say to somebody? Um, you know, I've I've been very open with both of you and even on the podcast about some things that I struggle with um with my earthly father and and um 
what would you say to somebody who who doesn't have who hasn't had the best relationship with their earthly father? So they don't know the kind of love that an uh, that a father has toward them, like uh, that unconditional love. Um, what what would you say to somebody who is trying who's just really struggling with um, with feeling that worth and that love? I mean, I think there's a part of all of us that's like that feels like we're unworthy because we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you what would you say to somebody who's struggling with like knowing what the love of God is and believing it? Like for me, like I can tell anybody walking on the streets, I could give them the elevator pitch and I could tell them exactly why God loves them and, and what he's done for them and what he will do. But it's so hard for me to believe for yeah. myself at times. I think the best thing that we can do as Christians to, to help other people and to point people in the right direction to understand the Father's love for us is to point them to Scripture. Um, just like you mentioned your dad and, and how, how great of a dad even like Jungle Jason is. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I see Jason and Benjamin and, and how they like they have a great relationship. And, and he's like one of the best dads I know. Um, but like even if you have the best father, like your dad is a poor uh, case study for for how God loves you. Yeah, it just falls immensely short. Every 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 man does. Um, every human being is going to fall short of, and, and so like some people might not might not look to their parental love. They might look to their spouse, and and yeah. and it's not fair to compare love with your spouse or or significant other with God's love for you. It's just a it's it's a poor comparison, and so I think what's most helpful is just to always go back to scripture. What does what does the scripture say? How has God told us that He loves us, and what's that look like? You know, like Jeremy and I've been talking a lot about Psalm. I think it's one thirty nine, and how the word says in that song that that God God thinks about us all the time, and His the amount of thoughts that He has for us are as many as the sands grains of sand on the That's seashore. Fun. And so what that song is communicating is that the creator of the universe thinks about me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody thinks about me all the time. No. Nobody does. As much as you would like them to. I would love if my wife thought about <laughs> me all the time, but she doesn't. I know she don't. Uh, you know, and, and so nobody thinks about anybody all the time, but but God in, in his supernatural capacity to do that, you know, he, he's always thinking of his children. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I think I think going to scripture primary is is key. Um, I think you can I think you can jump off of that and go to experiential. Um, so just like if I said, um, you know, how much do you love your kids, right? If if I use if if it was a parent I was talking to, or you know, uh, how much do you love your children, and to say, okay, are you now imagine right your your father in heaven who's a greater parent than you, right? So imagine how he feels about you. So if he's if he's if he's at least as good as you, you know. But but the fact is he's better. Yeah. And so um, just like you would do anything for his kids. All right. Well, how far would would God go if he's even a better parent? And Jesus, in his teaching, uses the same example. He said, yeah. you know, how many of you, if your if your son comes to you and says, "Hey, can I have a, a fillet of fish for dinner? Would you give him a snake? Or if he asked for right. bread, would you give him would you give him a rock?" And and he said. No, the obvious answer is no. We would give we would give good things to our kids, and he says, "How much more does your father in heaven care for you and give you what you need?" Right, and and this is something even kids get. So, at, we, my my son does upward basketball, and my wife, without consent, 
He's, by the way, his son's <laughs> undefeated in upward basketball. Never lost a game. It was amazing. Listen, so he heard my joke and got really upset at me because he thought I was making fun of him. I was like, I'm making fun of me. Um, I'm definitely making fun of him. No, no Hopefully no. he don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but no, he... he uh, He's outside the door listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he had... Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm an upward. And again, these are kids. They're not, they're not parents. But I asked him, I said, would I be a good dad if I said... I love my kid when he's when he does really good, but when he does really bad, I don't love him. And they're all like, "No, you'd be a horrible dad, right?" Yeah. These are these are seven, eight, nine year olds. So, and, and I and I love that. Like, there's this um, there's this thing imprinted, I think, like on that even kids can understand of what they can imagine what a good dad is. And I think there's a reason why you can, right? I think God instills that in you to know what a good father looks like because there's a void there that that he fills that is is your good father. So it's something kids can understand that a good dad doesn't just love you when you do good and, and hate you when you do bad. A good dad loves you no matter what. All right. And so th- that's something that kids can get because again, it's imprinted on their brain on their brain and on their heart. That's good. So I was listening to a podcast earlier today while I was trying to was it front porch theology? Who? Oh, that's the that's, that's just one that I listened to. Go oh. ahead. Um, what podcast was it? Um, I listened to Rebecca Lon's um podcast. Um, and she talks a lot about uh rhythms of life. She's a Christian author and a women's speaker, and um, she was talking to this lady who had written a book. Um, she was like, I guess, in the process of it. Um, the woman was single, but throughout the process of actually writing the book, um, she had met her husband, you know, she had met a man who became her husband. And um, she was talking about how, um, how it's hard for us to, to really grasp the concept of putting God first and loving God first before everybody and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about that. Um, what does that look like? Because it, it's not just people who are single. Um, it's not people who are married. It's not people who are pastors. Like, yeah. what does that mean to to love God above everything else? Above your children and above your See, and that's wife. something that, that I think we as humans, like, it's almost incomprehensible to us. Yeah, I, I think it is if you see love as merely an emotional thing. That's good, Jerry. Right? Yeah. So yeah. If, if, Preach it. So if, if, I, if love is to serve, and that's how I would look at it, to serve my Lord um, and to love Him, if it's to serve Him, then, then what it means is I'm going to um, serve my kids the way that He's called me to. And that's the best way to love Him and my kids. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I think... The Lord prescribes that, hey, love, serve me, love me above above all. And that's not an emotional, I don't think it's necessarily an emotional, uh, you know, kind of, kind of what we think of, that shallow aspect of love. But if I, if I love him primarily, then I will love my kids better. And, and, and if I serve the Lord, then I will serve them correctly. So my kids have asked me before, like, what, you know, what do you love? What do you, you know, they always joke because they know I'm going to say like, well, Claire will say, like, obviously, I'm your favorite, or who's your favorite? But they used to ask me, like, how, how, who do you love more, us or mom? And I'm like, I just love you differently. And I would say that with, with the Lord, where it's, it's, a, it is, it's different, um, but it causes me to, uh, if I'm going to serve and love the Lord first, primarily, I'm going to serve and love my kids a very 
particular way. Yeah. And 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 my wife. I used to always think of like this is some of how I was taught to, but like think of like <clears throat> everything had to be in the right priority. And that's a good idea to have for a Christian. Um, but I always kind of visualize it as like the the food pyramid. Is that what it's called? Pyr- pyramid? Yeah, there food used to pyramid? be a food pyramid. There is not now. There's not a food pyramid? No. It's, what happened to it's it? It's just the it's a wheel my now. plate. It's my plate. What? Yeah, it has five food groups. What are you teaching kids these days? This is your job. You're, you uh, did yeah. away with the pyramid? Uh, yeah, about 10 years ago when oh I started gosh. with WV Extension, I said, toss that sucker out. This was your call? You got rid I of the pyramid? I voted, decided, oh. it's a declared wheel. it. It's, it is a plate. It's just like, like your dinner plate. plate. Yeah. Yeah. And it has okay. the diff- five different food Well, that just breaks groups. down my analogy. But all right. Well, you remember there used well, to be a food pyramid, and yeah. I always thought of like my priorities in life like that. Like, all right, yeah. so there's a pyramid. God's at the top because he's, he's above all. He's most important. And then underneath it was my wife. And then underneath that was my kids. And then, you know, my Kinda friends like and family. Umbrella. And then my church or whatever, you know. And, but, but the, the problem is, what are you eating? You're just like opening you're just a snack. Slowly, he's not even doing it quietly. I'm, I'm or trying quickly. to be quiet well, the about Mike's it. Mike's picking up your eating. So. I did on this side. Oh, okay. Um, but but I think I think it's a flawed thinking if we think of God just being at the top of the pyramid, because because like I, it's better for us. That God is the pyramid. Like Ooh. so mm. yeah. So so the love of God has to be involved in how you love your spouse and yeah. how you love your family and your kids you and your and friends. Others, and yeah, yeah. So it's, so the love of God that you have for the Lord is not just compartmentalized mm-hmm. over, you know, by itself in some portion of your life. It is your life. And so everything in your life is shaped by, um, the Lord. So in, in a more modern example, he's the plate. He, he's the plate. Yeah, <laughs> he's not the pyramid. He's the plate. <laughs> you so, know where I was yeah. going with that. He's the wheel. <laughs> yeah. um, not a wheel. Not a wheel. Um. So God's perfect wheel. So, <laughs> My so when we look at, I, I like that. Um. So, like for example, if I love my kid, I might say I don't want to make them sad because I love them. But if if on, on the opposite, on the other side of things, the Lord tells me like, okay, you have to discipline your child if you love them. Yeah. So this is, and, and I have to recognize discipline is good for my kid. If not, then they'll be, then they'll be rotten. So that, that I think that's what it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to love the Lord primarily, that's going to change how I parent and like, it will cause me to do things yeah. that, that are against what my heart necessarily wants to do. Yeah. But my heart is a wicked above all things. Yeah, yeah it is. That's good. That's good. What about um, not, sorry? Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, what about like God's love or lack thereof for the reprobate, for the damned? Mm. That's a different holiday. That's a different what? That's a different holiday. What holiday is that? My love, man. It's Halloween. Bro. Halloween. Hey, that's the day the well, dead. I'm just saying, like at some at like some that. level, God's wrath rests on uh, the wicked, mm-hmm. and. So you know, I think I think it's healthy for us to think through. You know, God God love God love the world. You know, John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life." But but the same kind of love that God has for His children clearly doesn't rest upon the damned, at least not eternally. And so, Jeremy, how's that? How's that play out? Won't you finish your snack? <laughs> Tell me. 
Listen, I, I don't know if you heard or if you were just trying to ignore. He's like over there. I don't know. Like he's sucking the chocolate off his fingers, listen, like being so He can't wait for the, you know, the few more minutes we have left on this episode. Look, guys, I'm hungry. We start talking about wheels and pyramids and plates. plates. <laughs> I just got, so I got, would it be, sorry. Let, me, let me put the question this way. Would it be accurate for me to get on the elevator? Yeah. It's the elevator pitch. <laughs> I and know what you're going to say. And to say, no, it's not. Jesus loves you. Oh, 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 okay. I thought, I thought you might say Jesus might love you. Jesus <laughs> might love you. Um, okay, so he could. I, he could. If you repent. Um, so I'm curious what you say. We might disagree on this. So Ooh. I would not ever get on an elevator and say Jesus might love you. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. So I would. It's I have a bad no, first impression. I was right. <laughs> hey, Jesus might like you. May hate you. We'll that might be the only. Out, that'd be right? the only thing I say, and then I get we'll off see on what my dimension floor. you travel to. <laughs> um. So I think I, I think it's it would be. It's it's it would be accurate, but I don't. But like, in the sense of like, uh, I mean, of of how I see salvation, God knows who He's going to save him. Yeah, when He's going to save him. Um, but I think the Lord displayed His love, um, by serving uh, the world, and I, I mean, I mean, all of, I think it means everything. Uh, so I think there's a degree. It's not a, it's not a saving love necessarily. But uh, yeah, I, I would I would still say that you just to simplify this. I would not get into soteriology on selfific love. Yeah, I would. So I, I think I would. Be, I think we agree. I think I would be okay saying there is a general love that yeah. God has right. for the world, and particularly he, he those, desires all to repent. Right, and particularly those who are alive right now, right. with opportunity to repent, even though He knows where they will or won't. Right. There's a there's a general love and care and long suffering and patience for them right. um, that that God possesses. I he, think that's clear in the Word. Right. I think I think he given right his his love for creation, his desire for them to repent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I now now I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, it just gets in. There's there's different levels of love. There is. And we can see that in our own lives. Yeah. Like absolutely. I told you, I love you. Yeah, it was a little. It's well, different, backwards. progressive. It's a different, different kind of love. <laughs> we hope progressive. <laughs> love that. is progressive of me to say. Well, I love you know, you. Yeah. yeah, it's twenty twenty four, man. Right. Back in twenty eighteen, you said, "Man, I love that man." I love that guy. I wouldn't have said it then. Guy. I didn't love him yet. Back then. Oh yeah. No, he didn't. He no. was just—he was an acquaintance. We hadn't fallen in love yet. <laughs> So that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> glad you mentioned that. So um, the Bible tells us to love because God first loved us. Do you think it's possible to love people that you've never met? Like you're just walking by somebody. Yeah. And you're like, I love hey, Taylor Swift. Hey, I love you. Oh, stop it. What? I do. You don't love Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I love, you, love, you love the product that she's created. I do. He said there are different levels of love, and if no. he says he loves her, he can he love her. You know who I don't love? Who? Travis Kelsey. I love him. <laughs> He's not good enough for her. She deserves better. Yeah, if he, uh, listen, I will say this. He should have proposed. If he would have proposed, I would have loved that. Yeah. Maybe he has, and you don't know it. They're trying to keep their life private. He right. should have on camera yeah, so at the Super Bowl. The, Love is, yeah, I think love is different in the sense that it, it looks different in different relationships. So, again, my love for my wife is different than my love for my kids. And it has nothing to do with, like, again, the emotional side, because there's times where I'm fed up with all of them. But the way that I, the way that I 
lead serve looks different in, in both camps. Now, uh, as far as loving Taylor Swift or loving someone you don't know, yeah, I think you can. Like I love Swift is probably a bad example. It it's is, like a stranger yeah. on the street. I think that I think we should try to emulate a general love like the Lord has for for the world, for the lost, particularly. You know, I think there's, you know, I would say that I have some level of love for people I don't know. Right. Like, I could be riding on a bus and looking out the window and see people walking down the street, and and, and I see, you know, the image of God. I see the Imago Dei, yeah, and, and I good. think there's a general love that, like, I want those people to know their creator. I want good for them. I want it to go well. I don't want Listen, bad things to happen. If, if you've ever, I mean, like, when you watch... Uh, a, a, a dad or a mom who's been on deployment and they and they see their family for the first time, mm-hmm. right? You feel something with that, yeah. mm-hmm. like when if if you see, um, uh, you, you see happy moments of other people. I, I the other day I was watch I was literally watching basketball at at, at, at Upward. My kid's not playing at this point. And so this girl was so proud of herself. She made a shot, and I saw her dad really proud of her. And literally, I got emotional. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, stop! Yeah. Like this sucks." Um, but like, I was so pr- I was happy for them. Yeah. And and again, it's not right. That's how I felt when the Chiefs <laughs> won the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I saw Taylor Swift celebrating. Uh, I I didn't, I didn't want the Chiefs to win, but I I saw. I saw Swifty up there yeah, just I so happy. happy. I wanted the it camera to turn to her when yeah. she was beating up on Andy Reid. <laughs> See what she was doing then. It's only during the good moments they look at her. What is she doing on the other ones? I'm yeah. pretty sure they just said, hey, celebrate like 10 times pre-recorded, and they just cut there because I don't think she's actually watching the game. Who's the who's the lady that makes the devil hands? I've seen that all over the social media. Hands. I don't know what the, you're talking she has, about. She has like a, she has like a little... Like a, Ice like, Spice? Okay, so this isn't a Spice Girl. I've heard people say Spice, and I was thought it's it was not a Spice, a spice Girl. Girl. It's definitely not a Spice Girl. Okay, but, spice. but it was like, look, Satanic, she's making the double oh, hands. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, who is she? You follow too many boomers on Facebook. Well, prop putt, that may be true. But who is she? She's yeah. a musical artist. Is she a, is, does she do the, the hippity hop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know. I've not seen all her, I know, all, her I know accusations her, I know of devil horns. Is she's a it, pretty young lady who makes devil hands? That's how you described her. You're like, who is the lady with the devil hands? Like, I thought terrible. everyone knew this. No. Oh, okay. I never saw the. Devil I didn't hands. either. I wouldn't have described her. In that I love way her either. too. I love want, her too. I want, I want good things for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kelsey has a brother, doesn't he? He's, He's married. married. Okay. Is he uh, Mormon? <laughs> no. I don't, not to my knowledge. All right. <laughs> You always got to get a Mormon joke in yeah, there. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're finished now. He's mentioned yeah, the Mormons. It, we can shut it down. Spiraled down quick. We were waiting. I was trying. The Latter Day Saints we joke good. has to come in somewhere. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, you you guys have anything else to, to say about love? I don't. I don't think I. I didn't really have any uh, questions. Favorite love movie. Ooh, favorite love movie. Will you go first? Yeah. What's your favorite uh, love movie? I got mine. I don't know. Um, y'all got, go first. I, got I, I need to think about it. You got Gosh, three? You got three? Yeah, I do. Jeez. Okay, so it's your three. All right. And there's a common theme with two of them. Um, one of them is Die, Die Hard doesn't count. That is a love Yeah, I'm movie. trying to think of like a pure, yeah, pure like chick flick yeah. love movie. Okay. That's, you're going to have to give me more time then because mine was like an action. No, like, I can't. Guy, can't. Guy All right, I got mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't I, be I like. I got mine. It's pretty woman. 
Uh, Pretty Woman, Ooh. that's a good one. Yeah, that yeah good. that's, that's a really sick one. Dude. Yeah, it's like, like dude, oh, it's... dude hires a prostitute and then they fall in love. It's like, did they get married would... the end? I think no, so. they didn't get married, but he like. Why would he you want to be with a guy like that? He was you know what I mean? Her knight in shining armor. <sighs> yeah, what? Well, it's it's so weird, strange. It's like okay, Stockholm are, syndrome a little you, bit. A little bit it is. Yeah. Almost every love story is like that. There's a little bit of Stockholm, right? So, Almost every love story begins with the hiring of a prostitute. I, no, no. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about like all these Disney, all these Disney princess movies. A lot of them, yeah, like have some sort of like yeah, Beauty and Pocahontas. the Beast. Oh, well, Don't yeah, bring up my girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bodyguard. Bodyguard. Oh, that, bodyguard that movie is a sucks. Good one. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That movie it, sucks. It and does. Here's why. It, the ending ruins here's why. It. It's a great movie if, if you turn it off three minutes before it ends. Because yeah. you get to the end, he takes a bullet for her. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Dude is a it. hero. Should it? No, spo- she, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Turn it off. If you haven't seen yeah. it, it's 30 years old. <laughs> okay, now we're good. People still listening. He, she, she gets, she, him. she fires him. Yeah, she leaves him. No, she doesn't leave him. She's with him, but he loses his job. Yeah, like, he should have died. Yeah, he, I, see, I it would have been a much better movie I remember, if he died. In my, here's the thing. I thought I told him I was like, "Did you like it?" And he was like, "He." I'm like, "No." I argued with him that he died. I was like, "No, he dies." No, he survives, and then, and it, then she fires him. I'm like, "Why? Why did you take his job?" Right, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, my first one. Um, is uh, I will do my honorable mention of Serendipity. I like that one with John Cusack. It's a good one and British Girl. Yeah. Um, uh, but I really like. Uh, I thought always thought Ten Things I Hate About You. Is that what's called? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good one. Never seen it. Um, Four <laughs> Feathers. Have you ever seen Four Feathers? Never even heard of that one. Heath Ledger. Yeah. And he's trying to get his honor back so he can marry this this girl. He like it's a World War One flick. Okay. He gives up, so he he basically is a draft dodger, and okay. it's like a, it's like British culture stuff. <laughs> he loses a feather. Yeah. Again, British culture stuff. So it's a little. Okay, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. So um, he has to win back his honor, and he and he. It's a true story, and it's really really cool. So that's number two. Go watch okay. that one. Four feathers. Um, and my and my final one. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Beauty and the Beast. That's a great love story. I, I agree. I like Beauty, Beauty and, the and the Beast. Is amazing. Yeah, love it. it and it's a good one. It's how it reminds me of how I met my wife. Anyway, let's go ahead. Let's go over to you. All right, Heather. <laughs> yours it was, is a good one. It yours is a, good was a little one. bit of action. You said Pearl Harbor. Is that what it is? Pearl Harbor. The Italian job. It's just not a love movie. It's a heist movie. I know, but it's there's still love in it. There's love like, in every wait, movie. That's like saying Armageddon is a love movie because Ben Affleck played oh, that is with Animal movie. Crackers up and down yeah. Steve Steven Tyler's daughter's no, stomach. I, you said Pearl Harbor. I hated how Pearl Harbor ended. What? I hated it. I just because it wrecked it. you emotionally. Wait, yeah, like I that America won. What? <laughs> yeah, like I, the war. We won the war. No, stop. Uh, okay. You went um, all the death and no, tragedy. No, the ending you didn't like. It, he didn't. All right, spoiler alert. Yeah. Again. We won the war. <laughs> okay. We won World War II. But uh, oh. the the father of the child dies. Yeah. And, and he has uh, to raise his best friend's son. Yeah. I didn't care about that He gets much. married. Titanic. Is that that's not one for you? No. That's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Baker's favorite. Baker likes that. He's a big Leo fan. I would say one of my favorites is. Uh, okay, what's the, what's the what's the girl's name? She has, you, 
You don't know? I don't know. What She's the heck? You're not even, you keep I'm interrupting to me. You. you said Pearl Harbor. I did not. I said it's not. Because <laughs> Will said it was mine. All right, oh what's yours? Go ahead. Three, two, one. I don't have a favorite, but oh, I have a lot that, that I love. That was anticlimactic. Not actually. <laughs> uh, Notting Hill. You've got mail. Notting Hill. Ooh, Notting that's Hill. Sleepless no. in Seattle? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing's good. Yeah. I, the Proposal, I don't know. Is that a... The Proposal's a good one. It's hilarious. I don't know that one. All Sleeping right. in Seattle. The Guardian. I, I like You've Got Mail more than Sleepless in Seattle. Message in the Bottle. Oh, that's Fox. a sad one, too. F-O-X. Oh, I thought he said something <laughs> else. I was like, oh, whoa. Mr. Fox. You've got Ooh. to settle down. I was like, right. well, what we've just given happened? We've given our listeners plenty right. to digest and plenty of movies well, to go watch. True. Um, I'm going to close out our episode today with some scripture. I've been playing this all day, and you just... Yeah, we got to get... Julie's getting off work. Oh, I'm okay. coming home. <laughs> You're going to... That's the song they play on all this sad. <laughs> Deployment videos. Okay. Um, one of my favorite passages in the Bible on love is First um, John chapter 4. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 18. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been... Perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app. And we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer.